I'm Thomas Gideon, and this is the audio diary of a peculiar character. In it, I share thoughts about food, drink, beer, travel, music, and life in general in five-minute segments. You can read more at the companion site of a peculiar character at peculiarcharacter.com. My most recent brew day was last weekend. I have been having a good amount of success recently, and this was no exception. Definitely, my brewing partner for the day noted that everything seemed to be going a lot more smoothly. What she noticed, and I did as well when she called attention to it, in particular is that there seemed to be much more calm moments throughout the day. We chatted for a bit about why that was so. It occurred to me that the equipment upgrades that I have been making since well, almost two years ago, have actually been paying the dividends that I hoped that they would. Some of the gear that I got, like the hoses and connectors, don't require any particular skill or practice. They yielded an almost immediate benefit, but in combination with some of the other things that have taken a bit more time to dial in, have really smoothed things out. Reconfiguring the pumps definitely is far less stressful than it was at the start of the year when I was sitting there with worm clamps and a screwdriver and potentially pouring scalding uh, hot wort all over myself as I was trying very quickly to shift things around. When I have a 10-minute window, it's far less stressful for it to take 45 seconds max to disconnect and reconnect hoses as opposed to the bulk of that time the old way that I was doing it. The one piece of equipment that I've struggled with the most over the past of this course year, I feel like I've finally gotten dialed in, and that's this uh, plate chiller. It's a heat exchanger, a series of stacked thin chambers through which uh, cold water and hot wort are counterflowed to bring the beer down to a temperature where it's safe to add the yeast in and wrap up the brew day. The speed with which this heat exchanger works comes at a cost, though. There's added complexity. It has to be hooked up in the right way so that pressure is maintained through the system, and there are fewer things flowing through it that could potentially clog it and make it uh, uh, more of a problem than an advantage. The last two or three brew days, I managed to get everything just right. One thing that I bear in mind now as a reminder to myself is simply that the longest hose that I have, and there's only one really long hose that I use to go from the pumps on the ground all the way up to my vessels or to my fermenter, if that hose is connected directly from the heat exchanger to the fermenter at the end of the day, then it's a lot easier for me to make sure that everything between the plate chiller and my brew kettle is hooked up in the right sequence so that that filtering and pressure into the exchanger is exactly as it needs to be. The impeller pumps that I use, both with the heat exchanger and when I'm recirculating mash and doing a whirlpool, are still sometimes a little bit twitchy. They're not self-priming. They have to be gravity-fed. But what I found is that if I have several compounding variables, if I was uh, still learning to get the the heat exchanger hooked up correctly and get everything flowing, the trouble that I had in getting the pumps going made me more stressed out. Now that everything else is so much smoother on the day, working with the pumps, having to restart them, maybe uh, filling the inflow tube with a bit of water or a sanitizer solution just to help get the priming going a little bit more directly is just a lot less stressful. That sort of uh, in-the-moment problem solving really doesn't feel like a huge challenge. It just feels like much more part of the process, even if they're still being a little bit finicky. 
the new bit of kit that I added on top of everything else. Now that I think I have everything in hand and have a good amount of practice throughout this year, dialing it in as I've described, is a new fermenter. If you follow me online, if you listen to these entries because of social media updates, you will have seen a picture of this. It's stainless steel. In addition, I've added a neoprene jacket. That's so I could also add an A-temperator, that is a temperature control system. It's a stainless steel coil that depends into the fermenter with a, a controller that goes out to a pump and a cold water reservoir. It could also be warm water if I was uh, trying to brew warmer during uh, the cooler months. Uh, either way, it allows me to do better control than I can with just the ambient temperature in my subcellar. The idea here is the cooler that you do your, especially primary fermentation as I understand it, the cleaner the flavor of the beer is. You get a bit more control over what it is that the yeast contributes. You can dial that up or dial that a little bit down depending on what effect that it is that you're going for for that particular ingredient. Also, it's helpful in terms of ensuring that you've got consistent temperature and that's what is really most helpful regardless of what effect you're trying to get out of the yeast for its health is that it's just not fluctuating even in a cooler environment over the course of the day. The fermenter and that cooling rig worked perfectly right out of the box. I'll report results because the as I'm recording this, the primary is still going on right now. So it'll be a few weeks before I know whether there's a, a discernible difference in the end product, but I'm optimistic and it's been fun and I'll be honest, the gear just looks really neat as you can judge for yourself by looking at the pictures. I would like to thank the Internet Archive for media hosting and bandwidth. The views expressed on this program are my own and where applicable those of my guests and in no way reflect those of my employer or anyone else. This show is produced from 100% recycled bits. Except where noted, permission to recycle those further is granted under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 United States license. That means you're free to change this show as much as you like as long as you don't alter credits and you share your changes under the same license. Theme music is Slow Burn by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.